Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What is up, my fellow addicts? It's Ralph Sutton, the SDR Show. This is a really fun episode. I'll be honest, didn't know much about the dude. And then uh, did some research like, holy shit, this guy is super popular. It is comedian Joe Coy. He just got his own day in California. That, like a Filipino day is named after him. He's that popular, this guy. and People love him. And I ended up really digging this guy. We have a very fun episode with him. He'd like to give it as much as he could take it, kind of like Shannon if she ever gets late. Uh, really good episode. Don't forget we do the show live every Wednesday and Saturday. This is part of our double penetration. I don't know how long we're going to be doing it, but while we're under quarantine, it's just been fun to get many, as many uh, shows out as we can. Um, remember, if you go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, use the code SDR, you get 20% off. You get the episode five days early. You get it without commercials. You get access to the entire catalog since day one. Some phenomenal episodes in there. Only the newest 15 are, are free. And then you get other shows on the network. There's 22 other shows. And you help us out. Like a little way to sponsor. You can always just you know follow the sponsor, share the show. Just a little extra doodad during this crazy time. Help out the show. But who cares if you don't? I just want you to listen. That's all that matters to me. All right, let me shut up and let's get into it right now. The Joe Coy episode of The SDR Show. This is the intro to the shit show. It is the SDR Show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll Show. I am Ralph Sutton. Thank you once again for joining us. Remember, follow us everywhere at the SDR Show. Give us a five-star review on iTunes or the boys at thesdrshow.com. Uh, Shannon is with us as always. New shirt on this week, very purpley. You love your purple, Shannon. I sure do. <laughs> you kind of see the top end of your cleavage sticking I can't out. Help there. It. <laughs> Maybe put that back a little bit, for God's sakes. Give some respect to our guests. We have a uh, mad dog, James Mattern, wearing the fucking cool ass Beastie Boy shirt. How are you, buddy? Baby, I'm living my best life. I'm on the Jersey Shore making bad decisions. Let's go. <laughs> Am I right that the last time you co-hosted the show with me was with uh, Ace Freely? No, no. We had our dude from The Godfather. I was hungover oh, on my birthday, my and he's telling me he basically got me too by Marilyn Monroe. It doesn't. It, this is the best birthday story. present I ever got. Let's introduce <laughs> our guest, I'm a comedian, um, fucking one of the biggest selling comedians, uh, 30 years into the business, new uh, autobiography coming out. It's called called Mixed Plate. Uh, let us welcome right now, Joe Coy. How are you, buddy? Hello. I'm and happy to be on, man. You guys know each other somewhat. You've crossed paths in the comedy world. Always. My first JFL, I did radio with him, and I told him then um, he started some shows in Vegas and then moved to L.A. or stayed in L.A. full-time, and I always heard the legend of Joe Coy, and oh, that he was one of the examples of how you could get the fuck out of vegas as a comedian it's like look man if you really put effort joe coy got out of here couple <laughs> you guys might so. oh that's awesome man thank you by the way joe joe maybe the nicest whitest teeth i've seen in a very long time yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> dude those are all paid for bro it is beautiful those are all great. shiny I went all, I went all the way to the back with them I could see that i could you see know, some people are like i only got enough money for these i was <laughs> like go all the way back you go all the way back. Why not? Yes. Bring it all and bring it inside and out. Um, yeah. A couple of quick things. Uh, we had last time um, James was on the show, Joy. We we interviewed this uh, guy that was from the Godfather movies. Uh, Shannon Johnny. Russi Russo. Russo Johnny Russo. Yeah. And uh, he told us a story that he lost his virginity to Marilyn Monroe. He told us who killed Kennedy. Yes. I think that James said holy shit about thirty times throughout the podcast. Wow. Thirty times. That's crazy. It was not. Hey, you know anyone? Anyone named Rusi? I did thirty-one this week. Oh, you did? <laughs> what did you, you say? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. Well, no, I'm hoping I say it thirty-one times this time. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> anyone with the name Rusi? That that's they're they're not lying. That's no, a true he definitely story. Not. He, he admitted he was uh, yeah. in the mob, made man in the mob, and Oof. he just it was story after story of holy shit! I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah, nuts. man, nuts. Um, also, by the way, you are. Uh, I will first... not have any of those stories. <laughs> you got Joe. Oh, Joe goes like, I got to top this right. He pulls like someone out of the side and just murders them on camera. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, that would be cool. Um, you were an early adopter of podcasts. You, the original podcast that you did, uh, the was uh, from 2012 or something, right? The one. Yeah. Now you have the koi pond, but your first one 
that's eight years ago. That's a long fucking time ago. Yeah, man. It was, uh, you know, I started with my friend. I don't even know what he was streaming. It was some weird platform. It wasn't even a podcast. And then, uh, and I just joined him one day and I was just like, yeah, this is fun. Like, what else am I going to do when I, I'm not on the road? Mm-hmm. That's what that was all about. It had nothing to do with anything. I didn't have any content or an idea of what I was doing. I was just Who talking. Who was the tech guy of the two of Which you? Which is basically friend. what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Your friend um, was the tech guy that, that figured it out. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah my, my friend, uh, Ryan, DJ Ryan Live, man. He's the one that started the whole thing with me. That's funny. So it, it, I'm glad he did. He introduced me to this great world. I love this, man. I, I love... Hi, this is the only thing I watch or listen to. Well, that's that's why uh, cable television is failing miserably because that's all anyone watches these days. Yeah, exactly. I, speaking of which, I watched something of yours that I have a, a very big bone to pick. Go for it. So it's called The 10 Things You Can't Live Without, right? Yeah, yeah. These are things that are essential to Joe Coy when he's out on the road, things yeah. that he cannot not travel with. Are we yes. saying it correctly? Okay. Yeah. So... Let's start with that you have uh, a CPAP machine because you uh, have, uh, what is it called again? The breathing thing? Yeah, sleep Severe. Yeah. I have mine severe. Okay, so you oh, would man. think that, that logically the, the uh, machine that lets you sleep at night yeah. would make the top three? It does <laughs> not, right? <laughs> in the top three because it? it's fucking a Gucci and a Rolex and your Rolex watch were two and three. Wait a minute. You have the wrong list. This is for something else. Your video on your... I would never fucking say I can't live without my Gucci Rolex and my Rolex. Right now. Shannon, go to his website. It is right there. man. You're starting starting a fucking rumor. Are we allowed to curse on here? Yes, yes, yes. You're starting a fucking rumor, man. Not starting a rumor. It was number four was your fucking CPAP machine. (laughs) But a gold Rolex was number two. That's a good move. That's a baller move. I'd rather, if you're going to die because you don't have the machine, at least you got the Rolex and the Gucci and you're going out in style. Not like I I need a certain type of, uh, I need my medication or... You know, I believe oh you have at least one child, not a picture of your son. That's just my fucking. <laughs> yeah, can we please tell them the truth? This was a. It was for GQ magazine, and it was like ten. To, oh man, you're making ten, ten things you're you making me have to be about. such a bad guy right yeah, now. Man, what's the title? Can I see it. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. I'm just sharing. Oh man. <laughs> Let's show the title first. What is okay, the title? Uh, ten things. <laughs> Oh, Joko, I can't live without. Oh, okay, oh, things you can't live without. Okay, and just start like go like thirty oh. seconds in. Oh man! You know, go a little further, a little further, a little further. Like, see, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, uh, keep going, keep going. There we go. There we go. Oh my god! Okay, number two is what? <laughs> number two. Oh, you just said it. Hold on. Oh man! Right, oh. It doesn't matter. But that, that that was just him talking about what to do in life. But then. When he brings out the things that are important, the watch is the first thing, or maybe the oh, second. Then the Gucci brutal. bag. The Gucci bag is two. Go right yeah. there. And then yeah. three is, oh. oh, this life-saving machine for me is three. <laughs> oh, man. What's you, know the- how, you know how when no. you're embarrassed and all you do is laugh? <laughs> That's what's happening right now. <laughs> it's still, okay. First of all, it was for it was for GQ, and it was like, it was like fashion. They were like, fashionably, what would you take on the road? That, right, and, so and that's what that was. So a CPAP. I would never machine. pick a gold Rolex over my <laughs> son. Then, okay, but that, let me ask you this. Then yes. why the CPAP machine? If it's just fashion, how come the CPAP machine is in there? Okay, all right. Now I have to explain. Because <laughs> the reason why I have my backpack, I buy a nice Gucci backpack, is because the ResMed uh, sleep apnea machine is so horrible. Oh, okay. And I showed it. It's like this. Yeah, no, you know, I, show that and I go, I stick this in the Gucci okay. bag right. to make me. Oh, you're so, ooh, you're a dick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What was number one? Like a uh, Dodgers hat? Tell me something simple like that. Oh, you had a, ja- a jacket was one of them. I forget what the other ones were. But, uh, okay, I did, you know, by the way, because it doesn't really say, hey, this is a fashion thing for GQ. It just, <laughs> I just, the first thing I watched for you today, you know, I was watching some of the clips from, uh, the, your new uh, thing in his elements about the embracing your Filipino roots, which I thought was cool. Uh, and I wanted to ask you some questions about that too. But please, first we had to discuss 
how apparently your son oh. and CPAP make it into <laughs> your son doesn't wow. even make it into the top 10. Ladies anyway. and gentlemen, our, our most shallow guest of all time, Joe Coy. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, this is just, this is not a question for you in general, but for the Filipino people of the world in general. Okay. Yes. Yeah. When you spell the Philippines, it's with a PH. Yes. Why, when you spell the food, it's with an F? You know, That's hilarious. Is there a reason? When you, actually, the better question would be Philippines PH, Filipino F. F. Yeah. Do you have any idea why that is? It's weird. I don't know. Why do they why do they use names with the letter F when they can't even pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> why is for why is Fernando? Why is Fernando the, the number one name? of every Filipino male and it's pronounced Fernando. Why? That's a good question. Maybe that's, why, that's very good. Why question. did they do? Why did my mom call me Joseph? Why? She can't say it. She's been in this she's been in this world for 72 years. It's still Joseph. Why the fuck did you do that, mom? And Joe And you just called me Peter. And if she would have called me Peter, it would have been Feeder. Why not then? But that's a cooler name. At least it'd be unique. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. My theory is Joe oh, translates I, to my Joe. Is that right? That's where you got your name from? Say it again. Oh, yeah. My Joe. Yeah. Right. That's where it came from. Okay. So my, my, my aunt, it, that's so funny that I didn't know that all these years. And then she finally explained to me what my nickname was, which was Joko. And I thought it was Joe Coy this whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Joko. And then she goes, yeah, Joko. Because Tagalog, which is the language we speak, Ko means my. So her whole life, she called me Joko, my Joe. You're my Joe. And that's, I had no idea. 30 years. That's so now wild. I'm making new merch. <laughs> that's, that's the way you got to do it. Hey, when you're as a big seller as you are, dude, it's a smart thing to do. There's always new merch. They love the new oh, merch. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> they love the merch. Um, so now let's talk about this special. So it's about embracing not only your Filipino roots, but yeah. also, which I like, I've never seen where you have comics that are also Filipino, but you highlight some of the food, you highlight other aspects of the culture as opposed to just you and your comedy, correct? 100%. I, I had a deal with Netflix, which was two specials, right? So I got coming in hot and then I had a, I could do another special. So I could have done another hour, but I always wanted to like feature other, uh, you know, showcase other talents that are Filipino as well. And the only reason why I did that is when I was coming up, you know, cause I started in like 1989, and so when I was a kid, you know, in the 80s, I didn't have anything to inspire me to, you know, to do stand-up. I didn't have people that looked like me, half white, half Filipino. And, you know, and I knew how hard it was for me to get into Netflix. Uh, you know, that first special, Live from Seattle, I paid for. They, they said no to me so many times. So I paid for that whole first special myself. And then after that air, that's when they gave me the other two. So I was just like, wow, I got this opportunity I want to go ahead and get back, you know, to the, to the culture that gave me so much. And then not only that, open up the door just slightly. If I, if I can just open the door a little bit for, for some other Filipino talent out there to get them inside Netflix. And let me, let me use this special for that moment. And that's what that was all about. Well, um, first of all, I'll say what's interesting is it's very similar to my dating life. Women say no, no to me so many times. And when I go for money to pay for it, all of a sudden they say yes. But, um, but the, I understand the I company. want you to know one thing, though. That second special, they, that was a hard sell, man. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't easy to convince Netflix to take a ton of money and go to the Philippines and shoot a full-blown special like that. Right. Uh, it, it was it was it was a, a lot of convincing and, and, and a lot, I had to pour my heart out and tell them just how important it was for me. And and just just like letting people know that, you know, you can go to other places in this world and speak English you know what I mean? and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you could do comedy in the Philippines. They understand you. And, that, and that's what that special is. It, it, it opens up that door for for both of us. You know, I, I my friend Tommy Lee plays for, you know, plays drums for the, you know, for Motley Crue. How many years in the game? You know what I mean? Never played the Philippines. Oh, Motley Crue and never they, really been? That's wild. Never played. He's never been. And I, I asked him, I go, why? He's, he, he had no idea that, that they sing the way they sing and that they, you know, that they, you know, the, the entertainment out there, they love American entertainment. Like, that's why something like this, to me, is very important because it opens up those worlds, you know? And now Tommy sees it like, yo, let's go. So that's cool. I mean, unfortunately, no, you know, the Motley tour was put on hold. I, I uh, was somewhat friendly with those guys for years. I was at the reunion show when they got together first in LA 
uh, what is it, 2003, when they first reunited. I yeah. had a rock radio show for years called The Tour Bus. We were on a, about 100 stations, and I, I luckily have a platinum uh, Motley Crue album on my wall. Oh, There's only nice. eight of them in the world. They're awesome guys. I was excited to see that tour. But I want everyone to know that's listening to this pod right now, that was the most humble brag right there. <laughs> Two of them. Back-to-back -back <laughs> humble brags. I just you want you to know listen. I had a show that was syndicated about 100 markets. No big no. deal. You need to hear a lot more. <laughs> There's no. about 80 platinum Motley crew out. Eight, I got eight, one of them. I'm eight. just saying it's right back here by this. Uh, At least I don't put my CPAP machine in third. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was going to say, Ralph, that record is your, so, in your top five of GQ above everything else. It is. <laughs> I bring the record. I bring my picture of me and Tommy yes. Lee. <laughs> yes. um, but what I liked about it the, is that you also talked about the food. And because I think that only, only recently, I live in New York here, did we start seeing a lot of like, upscale filipino restaurants opening where it used to be associated with cheaper food yep. in new york but you're starting to get places that are taking it and escalating it like i don't know if it last time in new york but the place called jeepney that i love i love jeepney really, i love nicole really she, she, yeah. i love nicole what she's done over there at jeepney and it's yeah. made it more of a uh you know when you go in there the diversity at jeepney is amazing yeah. you know what i mean you see everybody enjoying the food and and that's yeah. That's another reason why I wanted to showcase that. And I did it with my aunt. How cool is that? She cooked it. So yeah, it was, I, you know, it shows you, by the way, I've been, I'm sure not as many places as you, but I've been to a bunch of countries. And my first thing to do whenever I go anywhere, try whatever the most native dish is yeah. just to see, because you learn a lot about a culture from food. And 100. I'm a big advocate of that. And so, you know, I love adobo and pata and all that. So like, I think oh, their, nice. their burger there is, is one of the best burgers in the city too, um, at Jeepney. But I've become a big fan of Filipino food. And I think that by learning that, it makes you want to go, let's go to the source. Let's go travel to, to the Philippines. Yeah. And the fact that you highlight that in the special, I think is great. Dude, that was beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Oh, look at that me. Was very nice. That was very nice to, for I'm you to say that. I'm not just an asshole, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> it means a lot to me, man, because especially like, you know, to this day, it's like, you know, I think Filipino food didn't start taking off until like 2000. 17 you know what i mean or sure. it's just like people started talking about it and it's just like you know when when you when your mom's filipino and you grow up with a bunch of filipinos it, it, it starts to like take a toll when you're like where's my identity you know when when can someone embrace my culture you know i, I hang out with friends who are like yo let's get chinese food and or let's go get korean food let's get italian food and i'm like hey you guys want to try filipino food uh, i never tried it it's like it's like my whole life just trying to like be the ambassador you know, right. and now, now it's being showcased. It, it was beautiful when uh, 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 Gordon Ramsay did that whole thing with uh, uh, Chef, uh, uh, Chef, oh my God, I'm, I'm lost for words right now. I'm sorry. Chef Sheldon, you know, they went to Hawaii and they cooked up a, a, a nice Filipino uh, uh, meal. And, and it's just cool to see something like that on like the grand stage mm. where we're getting a little uh, representation. So for you to say that, man, that, that makes me feel so yeah, good. I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy food addict. I, you know, I try, I've tried a, a lot of weird food and you know, what's funny is that when you say weird is a strange statement because just because it's weird to an American doesn't make it weird in another culture. There was a great yeah. episode of uh, Bizarre Foods where uh, he brought peanut butter to some culture that had never seen peanut butter. Such an American thing. Yeah. Nobody would try it because it, yeah. if you've never seen peanut butter, it looks like vomit in a jar. Like, yeah. who would eat that? And then one kid comes up and tries it and makes a smile and then everybody else went and tried it. You know, yeah. so... I think yeah. just because we get afraid you know, that it's, oh, it's different and strange. It's only different and strange until you have it, and then it's fucking yeah. normal. It does, and you know another thing about that peanut butter reference that you just said? That kid is a kid in every part of the world. There's always that one kid that was like, fuck it, I'll try it. <laughs> that's yeah. him. Yeah, that's for sure. We, I learned from listening to the, the, uh, reading the book, The uh, the Tipping Point. There are those tastemakers, those mavens that are the ones yeah. that take the shot and go for it. I just did that book because... Uh, Jelly Roll recommended it on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I listened to it while I was running, and I was like, that's, that's what that is. There's people in your world that are the ones that are like, you should try this, and you should do this. If you trust them, you go do it. Oh, that's dope. Thank you, Ralph, for shouting that out. Yeah, of course. That made yes. my day. James looked like he's ready to pounce on a question. Well, I just want to say, James. as someone, I'm like the original peanut allergy. In 1978, I don't think there was one. Yeah. Um, uh, it is throw up in a jar. Fuck you, peanut butter. You were the you were the one. Yeah, fuck you, peanut butter. Yeah. Fuck you, peanut butter. And you were dying on those planes when it was mandatory to hand peanuts, and you were just swelling up and dying, and no, no one gave one a shit. Us. Now, well, now, 
Yeah, because you're the OG. But now you just whisper, I got a peanut allergy. They shut the plane down. It's yeah. the weirdest thing in the world that DEFCON 5, because yeah. someone has a peanut allergy. They go crazy. Southwest stops. They're like, fuck, there's one on but the plane. But they always rat me it's out. It's so weird. They always say, we usually serve delicious, <laughs> wonderful peanuts, but 22C is a bitch. It's always something like that. They knock <laughs> me out, those motherfuckers. Yeah. 22C <laughs> was, was bottle fed and his immune system oh. shit. So no one else gets peanuts. <laughs> By the way, uh, not not to uh, harp on it, but I learned. Hey, I do... Shannon, Shannon, can you stop? Uh, you know, texting. Let's pay attention here. There's a plot. I'm taking many notes. She's taking many notes. notes for the show, Joe. <laughs> taking many notes, Joe. Taking this notes. is Shannon during the pod. This is Shannon during the pod. No, and I want you to see my phone. Okay, this is a time. Time and timestamps. All right. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You, Joe, just because the women in your life are not interested in what you have to say, <laughs> does not mean that Shannon is not interested in what's going on right now. <laughs> you know what I saw, by the way, that made, even though we don't know each other, I do a little research. What made me feel close to you is that you started out selling shoes at Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. And Nordstrom Rack is the only place on the planet that sells size 15 shoes, and that's what I am. So I that's go there. That's true. Time. That's right. They have, and you know what they call that section? The oversized section. That is, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That is me. You're in the oversized section, James. <laughs> Ralph, the day that I discussed, the day that I discussed. Did I call you James? Yeah, well, then, James, it's okay. I'll take it. I don't mind. I'm sorry, Ralph. <laughs> It's not like we know each other for years, Joe. I got my name right there to yell at me. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shannon, can you take notes? Listen, I got it. That's it's, Ralph. It's not like we know each other for years, Steve. You, you know go. what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Uh, Shannon, if you go to your notes at about, uh, I think it was about seven, no, maybe, maybe three minutes into the pod, Mm -hmm. uh ralph called me joy so go fuck yourself i did i did, he did. He did. I did. And i was correct. wondering if anyone noticed it but nah, it i let it slide i was like you know what fuck him he eats filipino yeah, food it's, ah. right, it's right here oh, this is so confusing <laughs> i thought i did uh, i'm so oh, confused because you joe you just say your name quick and it's just it's i think it's just a natural thing it's like joe Coy. it just it's gonna come out as joy and i'm in my head i'm scared to say your name even right now because i'm scared oh, i so did everyone always does it it's so I funny everyone always was, does it i was briefly confusing him with joy behar that's why oh thank you yeah 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 same yeah. beard same beard <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> all right before we go any further i want to tell you about one of our longtime sponsors it is blue chew you know we all love blue chew here at sdr show what is it? If you don't know by now, I don't know how the fuck you, you don't because we talk about them every single week. It is dick pills. They are, that's the easiest way to say it. They're chewable, so they act up to twice as fast. Same ingredients as the other guys, but they act faster because they're chewable. You get an online physician consults free. It's cheaper. It shows up at your door in a discreet package. I mean, what else do you fucking need? And then also, by the way, to the ladies, I'm going to put this out to you. Any ladies that do listen to the show, you buy it for your man. And then maybe, or maybe you're on a first date and you just slide it over to them right as the check comes and go, coming back to my place. You know how cool that would be? You'd be the coolest chick in the world. Go to bluechew.com, use the code SDR. That first order is absolutely free. You just pay $5 shipping. Uh, it gives you confidence. You and your partner will love it. You and your new partner will love it. It takes about 20 minutes to act, you know, so get it as your way home. You chew it. I just fucking cannot say enough good things about it. Love to have sponsors that we actually use and enjoy. I won't talk about sponsors that I don't believe in, or at least Jay believes in, or, or, or Shannon, etc. Uh, Bluetooth.com, use the code SDR. $5 shipping. It's free. Penis pills for the people. All right, let's get back into it. It's like everyone's looking on your website, a bunch of tour dates, all postponed. Are yeah. you starting to feel the universe reopening now, like for, for two shows? I mean, you... You have all these records, like so many goddamn tickets sold. You sell at huge places. Like rerouting and redoing this tour must have been a fucking must be a nightmare. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Um, yeah, it's all been rescheduled. Uh, March. I'm I'm happy, man. I'm I'm. I didn't know I was working that hard, man. Honestly, when I was in that zone, it was a, uh, it was a long run, bro. It was a long, long run. It was uh, I'd have to say ten years of just you know, not seeing my son and, 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 you know, missing out on, on, on little things, you know, just like now that I reflect back, like just missing on carnival night at, at his elementary school and, you know, 
those those times will never come back again. But I've worked really hard to get where I'm at now. And so when this when this happened, uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, man. Wow, it really I mean, I is. And, and I know it's emotional. sad, huh? I said I feel that in your voice. It seems like you're you are being sincere. Maybe yeah, it, it it's it's uh, man, I I I never knew how much I missed, uh, you know, how much I missed with this kid. You know, we we celebrated a birthday. You know, his birthday was April. You know, that was right when this pandemic hit. So, and that was during that scary time when they were like, stock up on food, don't leave your house, quarantine. And I remember, you know, Angie, uh, Angie's my my son's mom, my ex wife. And um, I'm telling you so much stuff right now. I'm sorry, but uh. <laughs> It's just right at April, you know, her, right when it was all happening, right? Like everyone coughing and, you know, go get checked out. You might have Corona and everyone was getting Corona. And uh, he had like this cough, her boyfriend had a cough. And, uh, and it was just before everyone said to start quarantine. And, uh, and I told Angie, my ex, I go, you can't go back to uh, your boyfriend. Uh, you can't, you guys can't stay together because if he has it, then, we, yeah. you might not be able to see your son for a couple months because we don't know what the fuck's going on. So I told her to stay with me. Mm -hmm. So she's been living in the guest house. She's still here. She's <laughs> still there. Yeah, 100%. She's been living with me ever since. And, and, it's, uh, and, and it's been Was a beautiful all, thing. Maybe, maybe COVID's been on a whole elaborate ploy for you to get back with your baby mama. Oh, no. We, we Angie and I have like the, we're best friends. We were best friends before any of this. But I, my whole concern is if he did have it, then my son would never see his mommy for like a long time until we could find, you know, cause you, you got to remember in April, oh, yeah. it was so scary. You remember it was like, right. they're not, they don't even have a vaccine. And, and that's how I was acting. I was like, you know, if he has it, you're going to have to stay there. Cause he had like, like pneumonia symptoms, you know? And I was just like, so yeah, she's been here. She's still but, here. Dude, she's it, in it, the it, guest house right now. I'm not even making this up. She, and it's just a beautiful thing. Like that's, that, that's why I love this break that I've had because this is the first time I ever shared a, a birthday with my son with his mommy there and I wasn't on the road and or or doing it on on an off night on a Sunday because I'm back from the road like it was just amazing man and but it's just months this time. later why is she still there now months later you know yeah. that he doesn't have it anymore yeah I you know no no she's she's getting <laughs> <laughs> the fair uh, question. no no she's 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 getting ready to, uh, to move back in uh to the place I yeah I know I know I, I said the same thing my guest house is dope by the oh, way that's so. why oh, there you go okay. i got now but she, but she has an amazing place too I, I i moved my ex right down the street like literally she's five houses down the street it, it should be a sitcom like honestly it, it's it's crazy she's she's always here uh she refers to the guest house as her house it's it's whatever wow. it, right it's we we, we it's great. Joe, I love if it. you're not pitching this to Disney Plus, Did you're I crazy. answer the question? I'm sorry. If you're not pitching uh, this to, to Disney Plus right now, either scripted yeah, or you should have been yeah. filming this. This just seems like a modern day parent trap. This is phenomenal, man. That's funny. I, I swear to God, this wasn't to 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 uh, promote anything, but yeah, we are we are already in the process of that. By the way, oh, wait but a minute. I of was going to bring that up. Of her coming back in with you. No, about the, the pitch. Oh, the pitch. Oh, the, the yeah. I, got, I thought I nailed the uh, getting back together thing. No, I, was I would never, ever do that uh, to my son. Never. It, that wouldn't be good. Because I, I know, like, if we did um, and say, you know, it doesn't work out, like, that would be horrible. You know, I think yeah. my son is very happy. You hear, as a good parent, the thing to do would be just to blame your son. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. As someone with no kids, that's what I would do. I don't know if that's the right thing or not. But that's... yeah. So let me ask you this. So you obviously have been in comedy for 30 years, right? Yeah. And now you're at a point, at least, I don't know how long, but maybe the last decade, eight, five to seven years when you're doing big venues. Is that about right? Like it's... I was, I was like, uh, okay, so now, for like, the when I started hitting the improv circuits, I was like, killing it it was like it was like 18 shows in a row every like i'd, I'd have to stay in each market for like two weeks mm. in a row because i was I, I would sell out so many shows it was ridiculous and uh and then and then live from seattle when that aired when that came out that's when it was like multiple theaters mm -hmm. <sighs> stupid I, I don't even know what i'm talking and then and then after live from seattle i shot coming in hot and i shot that at the blazedale arena in uh, hawaii and then that's when it moved to arenas. 
I mean, it's just crazy. There's very few comics that can say wow. arenas, right? There's very, it's very crazy. Few. It's crazy, man. I, I, I pinch myself every day. You know, it, it, it almost didn't happen. Live from Seattle almost didn't happen. Like they, they kept turning me down and, and I just said, fuck it. I, I shot that whole thing myself. I paid for that whole thing live from Seattle. And, and they even told me like, you know, we know you're shooting it, but you know, we want to tell you that we're not buying it. And I, I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm going to shoot it and I'm going to give it to you guys. And, and, you know, tell me no, then that's what I did. Right. <laughs> and then great. I brought it to them. Yeah. And then, and then they bought it like right when they watched it, they, they bought it. And, uh, thank God. Cause I was, I was broke. That was 2016. And then they aired it 2017. Wow. It, so it, really these last few years is when you went from, you know, selling out medium sized rooms. Yeah. Multiple nights to now being an arena comma. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. To arenas, it was nuts, man. It was like literally like right live Seattle when Live from Seattle came out. Uh, we put Hawaii on sale. That's why I love Hawaii so much because they were the first ones to just like really respond to the mm -hmm. special. But I sold like I think it was like fourteen shows out, fourteen theaters out in a in a row. Right. And, and like in, in minute, like minutes. I read you have that the, for that arena or that I mean that theater. You have the record for the the most tickets sold in the shortest amount of time or something like that, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I beat Mariah Carey or something like that. It was nuts. That's crazy. I know a lot of people want to do that too, but... <laughs> oh, man. Notes. Shannon, notes. I got it. That was crazy. That's why... And that's why when I did that, when I when I broke that, um, that's why when I uh, went to... Uh, when Netflix offered the third special, I was like, it has to be Hawaii. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's why I did that Hawaii. Uh, that's why I shot it in the, that arena. So all of this leads me to this question, which is now that, you know, COVID gave you, which has done for most of us, this yeah. reevaluation of your life. You know, yeah. we were all on autopilot, doing things in a routine that you got used to. And then all of a sudden you have more time on your hands. You're doing things you never got to do before. Yeah. Does this mean that you may think, rethink your touring schedule, may rethink what you're doing for 2021 because you're enjoying this and you're at a level now where you can do that. You can pull back a little bit. So do you think that that might happen where, or you're going to say this, fuck my kid. He's still not in the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I need, I need another gold watch. <laughs> no. You got to factor in the Gucci bag. I, uh, yeah. 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 Oh God. It's so bad. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to, you know, now my son's going to be 18 and, uh, and he's wow. in it. He's, he's, he's in the entertainment, you know, his mom sings and, and, you know, and I, I do stand up and he, he's definitely got the, the gene, man. Cause he's making music every more, every night I say morning because it's three o'clock in the morning and he's making a new beat. So, uh, he's, he's definitely there and he's very creative. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to hit the road hard. Uh, fair enough. But he's 18, Not yeah. I'm going to hit it hard. I, I got to go to New York. I, I got Radio City Music Hall coming up. So are oh, you wow. kidding me? When, when is that? Is that is that actually on the books? Like, is it? Yeah. But yeah, that for, was not. I sold that out uh, no, but last for, year. But I'm saying, like, are you coming back? Is that our Yeah, March. March. But it's so weird. Do we know that we're even going to be fully open? Absolutely not. Absolutely no? not. I think I'm it's just... so. Because I've had these arguments, as, as I mentioned before, about my hundred station radio show that's even as big as it was that you want to yeah, show up? it was huge and you got uh, and you only, and you have one of the 80 platinum records eight, eight, from eight. oh eight eight no big deal eight shit, dude yeah that's huge. And, and one of def leopard i've eight i'll bring them in the fucking which room. which one no oh. goddamn business they're both okay, 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 no, okay, okay. so um my question is i asked this to a few bands that i know is wouldn't it be easier to hold off Instead of rescheduling everything with the potential that you're going to have to fucking reschedule everything again, why not just wait and see? That's my question. Uh, then you'll lose holds yep. on the buildings. I guess. I don't know. It just seems like all the people that are going to buy those next tickets and then you're going to have to give refunds again. It just, it's a shit show. Well, what's crazy, what's crazy is uh, we put the offer out there already that you can return your tickets. We, we put that out the minute that we had to shut the tour down. We said, if you want to return your tickets, please feel free to do it. We put it out there. No one's returning. So it's, it's the craziest wow. thing. And we keep posting it too. Like, please return it. Cause we, we don't know when they come back, but we'll reschedule. But it, we also put a disclaimer that it, we might have to reschedule again. No one's returning. So, um, 
you know, and there's a lot of people that are renting out these theaters. So we have to jump on it. And uh, I, by the way, I'd like Shannon to look at the notes as when you made fun of me for the backhanded <laughs> brags. Yeah. And then play this right <laughs> after. Oh, no, I can because, because no, the reason why oh, you're a dick. Listen, because, OK, uh, no one's returning. So I have the responsibility to give right. a show. No, and, and, and when you when you move to like theaters and arenas, um, you know, I'm competing with everybody. Like, you know, when you play the forum, I'm competing with Tool, uh, Blake Sheldon, Elton John, Celine Dion. Those people, they, they rent those theater spaces years in advance. Right, so right. And now I'm, I'm competing with them. So I have to, and there's only how many Saturdays in a year. So I got to yeah. grab it because I, you know what I mean? I have to, uh, man, you have one of eight. Okay, <laughs> you have one of eight. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm trying to say. I get it. I okay, get it. renting out a, a, a you know an arena, you have one of eight <laughs> platinum albums from Motley Crue. Joe, I'm, so that's that's why I, I oh, I'm yeah. born and raised in Vegas, baby. I'm betting all the money. March, everything's happening. Don't yeah. even think about rescheduling. Yeah. Come March, rain or shine. Yeah, we're going balls deep. Whatever we got, everyone's gonna yeah, do man. shit. We will shove everyone into every arena think, in March. Guarantee it. Yeah. I think I think everyone's ready now. I mean, you know, I, dude, I just I just taped something yesterday, and it was just like they checked my 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 temperature and they did a quick. Are you uh, are you they a did a, they did Do you a quick, think it's real or not real? The whole COVID thing, like you believe in all of it, obviously. I mean, oh, I mean, there's definitely something out there, but I mean, I also believe that, uh, and I'm only talking through personal experience. You know, I've had four comic friends that had it, and they were on a mountain bike the day after. It's like. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, it's and, and, like, and I understand that. Yes, there are people that with you know health problems and that stuff that 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 we have to take care of and be responsible. You know, we, it's our responsibility as well to to make sure that doesn't happen to anyone else. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out there that are like ready yeah. the to fill an arena. The and most if, if you can, if you can, if you could swab my nose and take my temperature. I want to go see the Seahawks play this weekend. Let's go. Well, they're, they're, what really bothers me is there is a 30-second breath test in Israel that you literally breathe. It's 90% accurate. They're putting it in the Israeli airports. Why we haven't, because we don't own it, we haven't brought it here. But yeah. the fact that that's not here, we can open up everything tomorrow. It's crazy that that's not I here. Yeah, it's, it's so confusing. And there's just so many uh, different reasonings. And there's yeah. so many different... Uh, uh, you know, if, if you're not a billion dollar corporation, then you have to shut down. But if, you know, if you're Target, uh, we've been open since March. Yeah, it's it like, is, what it the fuck? Weird. There's a lot you know of I mean? double standards, like, a lot of weird double standards. I agree. Yeah. I, 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 well, I own a restaurant and I lost oh, man. it. So due yeah. to this. You weren't able so, to get like the PPP loan or anything like that for that or no? I would never take out a loan that, you know, do you know how the PP loan works or yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's just uh, like, it's not, it's not even real. It, it's stupid. And like, and I can't use Joe entertainment to save the restaurant. I get you. You know, cause that's illegal. And then, and, and one, I, why would I do that? Like I, I own a Shabu Shabu restaurant where we have to bring raw meat out to a, a table. And there's no, even now that they moved all the restaurants outside, where am I going to put these personal stoves? Yeah, you can't. Where yeah. am I? I, I can't. But isn't, isn't it, shabu Shabu is Japanese, isn't it? Or is it Japanese? Yes. I would th I'm surprised you don't have a Filipino restaurant. Filipino. Okay. You always do this. You love to put me in some type of explanation. God damn it, Steve. Listen. Um, I'll explain. You ready? Because you seem so passionate when I was talking about my favorite uh, Philippine dishes and how there was yeah. no one for you to identify with as a child. Hey, look, there goes Joy, the comic who has all the restaurants. One, I am going to open up a Filipino restaurant, and uh, and that's and it's going to be with Howie. And um, and when that happens, uh, you know, uh, when this opens back up, we're going to start. But the reason why I opened the Shabu Shabu restaurant is um. I always wanted to own a restaurant and I'm from Vegas and I had a friend in Vegas that opened up a restaurant, but he was in a situation where he didn't have enough money. Mm -hmm. So I bought 33% of the business. I got okay. You. And, and when I bought it, uh, you know, I just noticed that I needed to take full control of it. So I bought out the other two guys and then I, I became full owner, but it was, um. it was, it wasn't really like my passion. 
I just, I just had an opportunity to buy in. Yeah, I can't believe you're making me explain. You're oh, such a dick, Ralph. Man, by the way, um, I was in the restaurant business for a long time. I went yeah. to cooking school and I ran a French bistro for five. Another <laughs> fucking humble brag. That's all you do. That's why I said it, Joe. That's I why. I told you more were coming, Joe. Yeah, yeah he's good at this. <laughs> also, by the way, um, in watching a lot of your interviews over the last few days, and I'm not, I mean this in a sincere, I'm not, I may sound douchey, but I mean it sincerely, right? You have an inspiring story, right? And you have an interesting way of looking at how to get, advance yourself. Like I watch it, small goals. You're talking about these things about visualizing. So do you ever think about getting into or writing something in the perspective of a motivational speaker kind of book or thing like that? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... I'm not saying, I mean, I mean it sincerely. I know, but like your questions, like, I don't want your listeners to think that, um, no, not at all. questions are setups. No, no, I sincerely, <laughs> it's, in, in it's like watching, James is like, James is like, hey man, that's an inspirational story for a good sitcom. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yes. Randall Park and I are writing a goddamn sitcom and ABC's looking at it. And then now you're doing this whole, you ever think about a book? And I'm like, well, I have a book deal with Harper right. Collins. <laughs> And it comes out in March. Baby, Fuck. we just got great instincts. I just hear a story like that. I want to yeah. lose the goddamn thing. I want to leave the Jersey Shore and get this uh, shit cooking, man. And, and, yeah, and by you, know the way, you know who's not interested? Shannon. Right next to, the, <laughs> right next to her digital fireplace. And just by the way, notes. if your new uh, Philippine restaurant is called Joy, I want a piece of it. Oh, you shit. <laughs> by the fireplace, uh, one of eight. That's so good. <laughs> You're the best, it. Shannon. Number one. <laughs> you know, but my, my first uh intro to joe coy was your i don't know how many times you did chelsea lately that's where i first saw you is that where a lot of people first got acquainted with you um that's where i caught the other demo you know the, uh, mm -hmm. the that's when i started that okay this okay i i, I was already doing well at the improvs at that time because i had the two specials before from comedy central so i was already doing well on the weekends, I would still have to do radio to try and sell my Sundays and stuff like that. Uh, go in early to try and sell the Thursday. But once I hit Chelsea, it, it was full. And, and I always say that about Chelsea, man. Like, I felt like, to, and this will, be, this will be an old reference for some of your younger listeners. I, yeah, I hope there's a lot of those, Ralph, <laughs> for you. Um, but, uh, you. but I always compare Chelsea to like a modern day johnny carson like when if you killed on on the tonight show with carson and he waved you to the couch that usually meant you're about to be one of the most successful right. comics in the game you know because carson uh, approved it and and that's how i felt with chelsea and, and you can ask any of the comics that that killed on that on that panel if you killed on that panel you killed on the road yeah. it just showed the number showed and uh and yeah i was blessed to know chelsea i i met her through john lovett's and uh, I used to open for John Lovitz. Lovitz every Wednesday. I love John Lovitz. Fuck, I love John Lovitz so much. I think oh, he's man. He's great. I got to get him on your show. Has he been oh, on your show? I've not been on the show. We almost actually, my company almost produced a podcast for him. Here we go it, again. It didn't happen. Oh, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen though. I, think I used I to open going. for John. I used to open for John at the Laugh Factory. And, and I swear to God, this is when MySpace was big. And he goes, he goes, I want you to meet my friend, Chelsea Handler. She's hysterical. You're gonna love her. She's my only friend on MySpace. Look at it. And I would go home and I would check MySpace and it was like Tom and fucking Chelsea. I was like, yo, this dude's not joking. Right. And then next thing you know, she started coming around the shows and, and then, you know, she would go up first, I would go up second and then we would just talk in the back. And then that's when uh, she started telling me about Chelsea, uh, her show on E! And then she wanted me to be her sidekick. So I was supposed to be, I was supposed to be oh, man. Chewy. And then, oh, wow. and then, and then, so we went through the whole, everything. We went through the whole idea. We started taking meetings with the writers and the producers together. And then, right, you know, mind you, I'm working at Nordstrom Rack at the time. Wow. So I'm, I'm still selling shoes while I, you know, as I know her and, uh, and then opening for John. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden I was just, I got like this, uh, I got this uh, special, on, on Comedy Central and they started looking at me like Comedy Central was talking to me. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision not to be the sidekick. I was like, you know, Chelsea, if I, I, I have an opportunity to have my own show and I, right. I, I don't want to be known as a sidekick. Like I wanted, I love your show idea, but I, I just want to try and do this on my own. 
I wish I wish I would have recorded the the the, the phone call because she she fucking <laughs> cursed me out so hard. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This show's gonna be a fucking smash. Go make your wrong decisions. Go listen oh, to your own fucking people. This shit's gonna be a smash. You're gonna fucking hate yourself. I'm like, no, Chelsea. No, go fuck yourself. Bye. And she fucking hangs up on me. And then I start shelving shoes for three more months. Oh man. And then and then all of a sudden, uh, my ex comes and picks me up at work and she's like, Have you seen this show oh, called man. Chelsea lately? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Fuck, because I mean, her show blew up so fast. Yeah, for sure. And I remember I'm wearing my shitty Nordstrom Rack outfit, and then I'm watching Chelsea on Ian. I'm just like, oh, this show's great. And then I see Chewy, and I'm like, oh, that's me. And, <laughs> and then uh, a monster coming in asks for a size 15. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, some Sasquatch comes in. He goes, you got anything <laughs> in my size? <laughs> I got one yeah, out of yeah. eight platinum albums from. <laughs> But anyways, and then but you know, God bless Chelsea because she calls like a month later and she puts me on the panel, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, um, it was every week. She put me on every Tuesday, every Tuesday, and she always set me at the end. So we would go at it face to face. Mm -hmm. We used to write jokes, uh, you know, backstage. She write her own jokes, but I would, you know, she would always want to see what I would write for the topics, and then uh, and then it got to the point where she didn't even want you to. Well, she wants you to write jokes, but she loved the banter. And I think that's what people loved about the show. Right. Yeah, she would go in on me, and then I would just go in on her, and, and people loved it. It's funny because you say, like, she was, like, the, uh, a, a more recent Johnny Carson, where I agree. But I think, like, the new one is, is Joe Rogan. Like, if, you get a, if you're a comic that kills on Joe Rogan, yeah. you're going to have that same respect. Oh, yeah. You know, and 100%. that percent your numbers and, you know, everything else like that. And it's Shit, only Rogan, Rogan, will, Rogan can uh, dictate who's yeah. going to be president. Yeah, that might, that might happen. That might happen. You know, like Rogan, but that's that's the cool thing about these platforms now. You know, it's like Chelsea changed the game for cable. Rogan, Ro I mean, you know, Corolla changed the game for podcast. If it wasn't for Corolla, you know, none of this shit would be happening. But uh, but man, but then Rogan just took it to that next level. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You know? it's a wild and and, and, and should, people should be inspired by that. You know, we we live in a we live in a cancel culture and a, a hateful culture. And, and, and they, they would rather spend their energy hating on the success of a Rogan or a Chelsea instead of, like, learning from their success. Yeah, I agree like, with that. It's funny yeah. how many people want to – like, the, the few times I've looked into people that were so angry about me for whatever reason, oh, it was yeah. always well, somebody – there's like, obvious you, reasons. There's <laughs> obvious reasons. But there's always somebody like this is just someone who's got nothing better to do but to, to hate the world instead yeah. of trying to, well, how can I excel my, myself and do something? 100. It's the world we live in right now. Yeah, All right, so man. Shannon, we are almost done. We got to hit the first. The first time ever I saw Concert, Detroit, had sex. Nice. The show is the SDR show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll show. We asked this question since I the never even got to say anything about the damn shirt. The You're shirt. a jerk. Well, we're gonna do plugs at the end, you piece of shit. Well, I told I told you that that shirt was the gonna first... be. Listen, you know what? Let me explain something to you, Joe. <laughs> Go ahead. You have one of eight. You have one of eight. It's going to make sense in a moment. For now on, for now on, I think your introduction should be like, "Hey, I'm Ralph, and I have one of eight platinum <laughs> albums from Motley Crue." So we start with... And I chose to hang this gas station fucking sign behind me instead of that platinum record. That's right. You know why? It's my network, Mr. Coy. I have one of eight. <laughs> no, no let's just put a referee jersey on. What the fuck's going on right now? Do I got to throw some flags? <laughs> what is this shit? The pounding box, boy? Come on. Sienna, get back on the phone. I don't want you to see this shit. Get back to Texas. <laughs> I James, don't watch, watch, how well, watch how well this goes, James. James, why don't you watch how yeah. well I seamlessly transition this and how stupid Joe's going to feel in 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh, man. The name of the show is SDR Show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll Show. We always ask our artists, their, our guests, a frisk experience with all three. We'll start with rock and roll. Joe, tell me about the first concert <laughs> you ever went to, and maybe it ties into what, you know what my co-host is wearing. You know what's so crazy about that question? The shirt, the shirt that James has on right now reminds me of the first concert that I've ever been to. Oh, what concert was that? It was BC Boys Licensed to Ill. And it, and it was at the, and it was at the, uh, oh man. Oh, come on. Remember it, Joe. What was it at? It was at the Paramount. 
the Paramount in Seattle, and uh, and Fishbone yes. opened for him. Oh wow! And and this is nineteen eighty five. That's why. Wait a minute, because let me ask you this: because I saw them opening for DM Run DMC. Yeah. So this was before or after that? Do you know? I'm um, curious about that. License to Ill, yeah. So they 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 went on tour. They opened for uh, Run DMC with License to Ill as as well. Yeah, that's why but, I was wondering which one was first. But, but, was first. but you got to remember, they had no idea how huge they were. Run DMC was the biggest fucking thing on the planet. Right, right, right. And uh, and uh, and that was a great concert. I didn't go to that one. Uh, I went to License to Ill, and that's where it was a smaller venue, by the way. And uh. And, uh, and yeah, DJ Hurricane was their DJ. And I remember they had two Miller Lite podiums and that's where he spun from. Fishbone open, fucking amazing. And, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah oh, I got shit. mugged. <laughs> so we go to the tour bus. I'm 15 years old, right? So it's 1986. Yeah, I'm 15. I was born in 71. So I'm 15 years old. And uh, so we all go to the tour bus. Everyone, we're all gathered around. And it's Seattle. So, of course, shit fucking weather. It starts raining, right? So just to, just to add salt to the wound, uh, like, it was like Seattle was like going to – it was like Seattle was like, hey, man, something bad's about to happen. So I'm going to start raining so you really feel it. So it starts pouring, and we're all standing out there waiting for the Beastie Boys to come out. They come running out. They go right into the bus. But people start jumping on top of the bus, right? And I'm and I'm I'm like just getting knocked around like this. I'm just this little kid. And then all of a sudden people start fighting. Jesus. Start be- yeah, they just start fighting, right? Everyone just starts fighting in front of the bus. And then these dudes start mugging people. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Like literally. So a fight breaks out. Me, it was uh, it was like there was four of us, me and the, the three other guys out. We we start walking towards the fight, and then some dude grabs my jacket. I had a polo jacket that I stole. From, from Nordstrom, those down feather polo jackets. I don't know. If you're old, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's got the big crest on the chest. It was so, it was like $300. I stole it, right? And, I, and, and I'm wearing it. I'm wearing this jacket. And he goes, give me that jacket. And I was like, oh, man, seriously? He's like, give me that damn jacket. I was like, oh, please, don't take this jacket. Pulls it off my body. Just pulls it off, right? Then his other dude's like, yo, give me that shirt. Because that Apollo rugby that I stole from Nordstrom, too. Oh, my too. God, the shirt, too? <laughs> so I had Apollo rugby on. He goes, take off that rugby. And I'm like, dude, please, don't take this rugby. <laughs> Pulls it off. I'm literally getting – I look like a mannequin that's just getting stripped down at Target, right? Oh, didn't so they start, let, me, let me get those pants. Did that happen? No, but worse. You ready for this? So I've always had big, giant glasses like this. And when I was a kid, I had these red ones that looked just like Sally yeah. Jesse Raphael. Do you remember her? <laughs> big red ones? Odd brag, the but dude, okay. Bro, prescription. Oh, big brag, by the way. <laughs> Very big brag. Uh, remember, this is 85, bro. All right. Uh, this outfit was dope, right? So, uh, and the dude took my glasses. Oh, man. It was, wait, the same dude took all three things? No, it was, it was all three of them. It was three dudes. Oh, forgive it. I, they just picked him? me apart. It was like, it was so like Christmas. Any chance for those glasses? One of eight? Was there any chance? Yeah. It was one of eight, and it was from <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael herself. <laughs> what were the big uh was it Kazals with it with the with the Kazals, yeah. Those are you the said big... that right, by the way. Everyone always thinks it's Guzels, it's Kazals with a Welcome. C. I'm a true New Yorker here, kid. Yeah, you're okay, a New now, Yorker. Uh, your first drug experience, ideally not pot, unless pot was the worst drug you ever did. I mean my worst drug experience ever. Well, Just... either, usually it's the first drug you ever did after pot, but if you have a story that sticks out as the worst drug you ever did, I'll We'll hear the that worst, one. the worst drug experience I ever had was was a weed cookie. Let me let me explain. I'm at the Hard Rock Casino with Taboo and Apple to App for the Black Eyed Peas, right? So Apple, it, we're up in his room. He's got this huge giant suite, right? He's gonna spin, and um, and so am I after these fucking <laughs> cookies, and and they're just passing this cookie around, right? And uh, and I'm just trying to be funny, pop the whole cookie in my mouth, kill it swallow it mm-hmm. right nothing i'm not feeling anything yet now uh uh apple's gonna go spin at like two o'clock at some after party and he's like yo let's go and his assistant had a cookie but it was only like half a bite and she goes i can't finish this and i grab it pop it in my mouth killed it right they start getting ready to leave the fucking room spinning 
like bat. I, I can't even, I can't even move. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't, I can't move. I'm going to stay. And Apple's like, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, I, I can't move. Like, I, I, I just can't move. I got to stay. And he's like, all right, fuck it, stay. Me and my friend Walter, he, 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 he stayed with me. Mm-hmm. I go into, I go to the, to the living room where the, where the, the, the coffee table is and I'm hugging it. I'm so fucked up, man. Like it's oh, spinning, bro. It's fucking spinning. And I even told Walter, I go, dude, I, I, I go, it's not stop it, man. I, it's, it's fucking, spinning. he goes, close your eyes. I close my eyes. I go, it spins faster when I close my eyes. <laughs> Literally, this is going on for a couple hours. I fall asleep, right? I finally fall asleep. It's about 4.30 in the morning. And this is what I hear, right? I wake up to this. Just throw it up. It's fucking Apple. Oh. Apple's fucked up. Oh, Apple really? comes back and he's thrown up in the bathroom. He's just, I'm still kind of spinning like, what the fuck is that? The most horrific vomit, man. Like he sounds like he's dying, man. And I'm just, I'm still spinning. He's throwing up for like an hour. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I go back to sleep. The throw-up stops, right? Now it's like 7 a.m., right? And I'm still holding on to the goddamn coffee table. Jesus. And I smell bacon. And I, see, and I hear this. And I open my eyes, right? And it's fucking Apple standing right in front of me with a, with a see-through, like, you know, those sheer Miami – uh, Miami Vice type shirts. Yeah. It's like it's a shirt that's buttoned up, but it's open, sheen, yeah. but it's lace, like some real fucked up rock shit. And then he had like spandex Ver- Versace uh, swim trunks, like, but but it's like nut hugging tight swim trunks, purple like Shannon shirt with a gold buckle, as if spandex <laughs> is loose and and you need to tie it. Well, you need a belt, so he has the gold buckle right underneath his belly button spandex shorts and he's eating bacon with the lace shirt and he's going like this he goes pool opens in 30 minutes bro. <laughs> pool. pool opens in 30 <laughs> minutes rock star shit That's bro rock star shit right there rock star shit i go apple i i still can't fucking move he goes all right bro i'm going to the pool fucking eats the rest of his bacon it separates the men from the boys. In all fairness, the hard rock was the best. So what are you going to do? You know, some good parties later. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Uh, now, the first time you ever had sex, how old were you, sir? First time I ever had sex. Oh, God. I was, oh, man, I don't want to tell this story. Do you're not, not going to beat Ray Romano's story from a couple weeks ago where the first time he had sex after the next morning, he has to oh, go if she's man. okay. And he goes, what are you, she says, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, we just had sex for the first time together. And she goes, no, you fucked my thigh. <laughs> That's a pretty good story. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't get much. All right? So, uh, <laughs> this is, I, why? Why do we have to do this story? My, son, my son's going to see this. Well, he's 18. What's the difference? Not six. <sighs> All right. I'm working at a sports store. Okay? I don't get much action. All right. I'm just a struggling comic. I'm not even a comic at this point. I'm just some dude that lives in Vegas thinking he's a comic doing shit shows around. Mm-hmm. T- Anyways, listen, girl comes to uh, the store that I'm working at. We, we hit it off. Uh, take her out on a date. You know, finally get on a date with her. Uh, go to a movie. Go eat. Pull up to her place. She still lives with her parents. <laughs> And uh, we start making out. This is weird. I'm too old to be telling you this story. Oh, you, please. How old are you? I don't want to say. Let's just okay. keep it vague. Just in case right. any backlash happens. 20, 27. Like, Continue. I'm in he my said, early 30s. No, he said 18. All right. So we start making out. Things are going. It's about to, how do I explain? How do I say this? I don't even know. I've never told a story like this. All right, so, so next thing you know, we're naked. All right, so we're naked in front of the damn parents' house. Okay, um, literally, I put it in and I pull it right out, and it's over with. All right, that's fine. That's that same exact story with me. Exactly, fucking everywhere, all over my Ow. car, all over her. <laughs> 
I, I drove a I, I drove a prelude with a stick shift, by the way. So now you know how old this shit is. <laughs> All over the fucking stick shift. It was like a goddamn like like like, like I was holding the hose. It was like it was like I was wrapping up a hose and someone <laughs> turns the water on real quick. I'm like, Oh, fuck. turn off the hose! Turn off the fucking hose! And it's just sprayed. My fucking my prelude smelled like bleach, like I was cleaning whites for a week. Like it was just everywhere. It was like every every now and then I would touch something with semen on it. Like oh, there it is. Like it was on the it was on the buckle. There Why it is. Why is the dashboard so sticky? Oh God, we got to clean that out again. God damn it! Right? That's crazy. That, I was so traumatized. I was so traumatized. I hope this this person is listening because I was so traumatized. Like to this day, it still traumatized me. Like like it's like it's like a thing. Like 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 if I do hook up, like that's in the back of my mind. Like that'll never happen again. <laughs> so don't you only were with that girl that one time? I'm guessing. Oh, one time. Yeah, it was it was it was the worst. One like that's it was it. like literally like. Oh my God! That was just in but, everything. Is, as you were pulling out, is that when it came out, or did it take a second? Yeah, you know, I think a few of it slipped in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a few. A few I think a, a, few, I think a few. I think a few are in there with like like flashlights. Like it's it's in here somewhere. Where's where's everybody else? Where, where's everyone else? Where's the three of us? Where's Steve and Shannon? <laughs> I'm All right, looking uh, for one of eight. <laughs> There's only three of us. There's only three. Joe Coy, first of all, thank you so much. It was really a lot of fun. Let's let's do all the plugs right now, please, sir. Oh, I don't have any. Well, you have uh you have the the, the autobiography coming out soon, right? Make oh yeah, yeah. The autobiography is coming out. You uh, have the, the Koi Pond podcast that you do. The Koi Pond. Yeah, but I'm, not, I'm not on here for a plug. I'm in here apparently to, you have a I new like TV talking show to you. coming out that James came up with the idea for, and a new motivational book that I came up with the idea for. That is true. Happening. That is true. We're going to be that is true. You guys better not get lawyers. If you get lawyers, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. And uh, go to joecoy.com for the new Funko little guy that you have, which is cool. Like to see that. How cool is that? It's fucking cool as shit. And the dates that will hopefully not be moved are all up there as well. Yeah, J O K O Y. Jokey.com. Uh, James, your yeah. plugs, please. Oh wait, when does this air? Next week, I think. Right. Shannon? Oh, cool. All right, I got. I did the. I did like a, uh, like a little sketch for the Emmys. So oh. when you watch oh, cool. the Emmys. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I don't even know when the Emmys are. Well, well, James, way to follow that. He's doing the Emmys. What are you doing, James? Yo, Go. Uh, I'll be playing in the field. No, whatever. So, hey, man, check this out. <laughs> I have a cool podcast. Um, if you listen to the gas digital, you love Joe Coy, you love comedy. I have a podcast called the commissioner of comedy. It is like a comedy etiquette It is about the lifestyle and the devotion. I'm someone, like I said, Joe, you tell me that story. I mean, and I knew part of it, it just fires me up because you're a lifer and I'm a lifer. So I've been doing this for 20 years and I got an episode uh, on heckling coming out. I got an episode on working dirty bombing i got old ones about quitting it's all about this lifestyle so if you want to know how the sausage is fucking made baby the commissioner a comedy podcast <laughs> and you can check my shit at the james Mattern. boom and i'm a funko addict i'm gonna get your funko bam baby bam oh i'm saying that i love baby. you man Touchdown. Shannon. that's awesome thank you Shannon, hit your plugs uh listen to my podcast the thing is dang we talk about bad dates fighting and ghosts and follow me on instagram at shannon lee 6982 all right. Thank you so much. Follow me over at I am Ralph Sutton. My other podcast where we talk about health and wellness with the founder of Juice Press is called Good Sugar. The Good Sugar podcast comes out every Monday. Joe, thank you so much, man. It was a lot of fucking fun. That was so much fun. And also, I love you, you guys. know what? Let's do this. We end the show every week with a song of the week. I think it makes sense. We got to play yes. some beast sports. Oh, I love it. Why don't you I pick a track, Joe? I'll pick it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Rhyming it. No. Pick new yes. stuff. Yes. New style. Okay, you go to the SDRshow.com slash playlist if you want to add yeah. a few playlist. And Joe, honestly, thank you so much, man. It was a real blast. You know, you know what's crazy about the oh, never mind, I'll stop. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. New style, it? new style was so dope because it was ahead of its time. But what I loved about New Style before it was even on that album, yo, that was an underground mixtape song that made it from New York to Seattle, Washington. I remember these guys that were living in New York at the time came out. And they had this mixtape, and, and that's how I found out about the BC Boys was on that mixtape. So I think the first one, I think we're all about, I don't know how old James is, but I think you and I, Joe, are roughly the same age. And yeah. um, I remember hearing Paul Revere 
Oh, right? Paul Revere. With that reverse beat. And that was like the first, I'm like, what the fuck am I listening Unbelievable, to? Unbelievable, man. Uh, Rick Rubin, a, baby. I got to get this in here just because one more humble brag before we wrap the show. That here make, we go. Because Jay never likes to believe me on this, but um, I was yeah. very into the breakdancing scene here in New York. And yes. I was in the movie Crush Groove. Oh. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the right age for that. So I was a breakdancer and I was picked That's amazing. The movie. That's I, amazing. Joe, thank you so much, man. I love you, bro. I'll see you next week on the SDR Show. And on the cool check-in, center stage on the mic, and we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. Four and three and two and one. And when I'm on the mic, the suckers run. Word. Talking like ten, you ain't. And I got more juice than Picasso got picked. Got rhymes that are rough and rhymes that are slick. I'm not surprised you're on my team.